Next-Gen Startups – Tomorrow's Hardest Ventures In this sixth episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing René Haas, CEO and founder of Berlin-based NeoCarbon. NeoCarbon's mission is to reverse climate change by doing direct air capture using cooling towers. The company currently wants to test its latest product iteration in the vertical farming and carbonated drinks industries. The company also developed a partnership with Siemens Energy, where it wants to combine its technology with Siemens 3D printed heat exchange technology. Hi, René. How are you? So, hey, Elon. Very good. Very good. Thanks for asking. How are you doing? Good, good. It's great uh, to have you on this podcast. Um, so, Maybe we can start with um, your vision with NeoCarbon and what are you trying to accomplish with NeoCarbon? Um, so yeah, what, what we try to accomplish is uh, a quite ambitious goal with um, reversing climate change. So um, li like you know, there the, the planet is just getting way too hot. Um, so we have to cool it down uh, somehow. We just realized that this summer with all those all those big heat waves, And yeah, what, what we want to do is to, to suck the carbon dioxide, which is the main driver um, for this, um, back from the atmosphere in a, in a very, very um, cheap and uh, efficient way. So I, I can guide you through maybe the, the technology a yep. bit, so you can sounds, get, sounds get an understanding of, yeah. So actually um like, like the technology we're using is, is called um, direct air capture so sucking co2 from from ambient air um the problem there is even though it's a very strong driver for, for climate change uh the the part of um, co2 in the in the air is still quite low so it's 0.04 percent so one out of 2500 molecules and so to get this back into the earth like in capturing it that that's very hard so what you normally do you need to create a gigantic airflow because you have to analyze a lot of air. This gets in contact with, uh, with a certain chemical. A sorbent um, can be liquid, can be solid. In our case, it's a solid one that uh, likes the CO2. So it, it absorbs it. So normally the material is saturated after, after 60 minutes, then it can't capture more CO2. What you then do with your system is you heat it up to 80 to 100 degrees and then or like that takes like 15 minutes and then you release it. So that's a general process of direct air capture. Um, problem is there, um, it's very expensive. Like it costs like 1000 euros um, per ton roughly. And having this in mind and thinking of how much CO2 we have to remove, this would cost 12 to 25% of the world GDP per year. So something, uh, the world economy basically could not afford, like it's, it's impossible. Um, so what we need to do is we, we need to find ways to cut the cost there. Yep. And so what, what we are doing different than um, traditional approaches is that we retrofit um, existing infrastructure in the form of cooling towers. Um, so you probably know cooling towers from like industrial plants. So let's say um, from, for example, BMW, BASF, all those big players, they have cooling towers basically to yep. cool down um, their processes. Um, it, it's very important to know it's not exhaust streams. It's really just for cooling down some process. So it's ambient air. And we retrofit them so that they suck CO2 um, from the atmosphere. 
um, the advantages here are mainly yeah, like four things. Um, like first of all, by by using the cooling tower instead of building the whole plant from scratch, is a capex advantage on our end. Second thing, um, we have of course an advantage also on the on the energy we need to put in the system because those cooling towers are already running. So the energy put already into the cooling tower and the, the energy was already spent basically. So we have also an OPEX cut for the for the absorption. So the first sixty minutes um, of the cycle. Um, and then when you think of the second part of the cycle, the, the desorption, um, we, we need heat. So 80 to 100 degrees. And when you have a cooling tower, you have waste heat. Otherwise, there would be no need for a cooling tower. So we tap into those waste heat streams and actually make the cooling tower with that even more efficient because we use parts, of course, of the waste heat and um, yeah, to heat up our system. So we even have a big energy save on that end, which is one of the biggest advantages from our system and uh, the fourth advantage um, is basically that we especially in the first step in the go-to-market um, focus on industries that need co2 as an input so that currently needed from like dirty sources let's say dirty co2 um, while we get it from ambient air for them which has the advantage for us um, that we don't have to take care of logistics and we don't have to take care of um, of storage in the first place just to get something running, to learn from the field. But of course, later going into really sequestration, meaning um, putting the carbon back underground, meaning one, two, three kilometers um, below the earth um, surface, putting it into stone. Um, yeah, I would say that's that's the uh, that's the product in in a nutshell. Great. And so you already have uh, some first customers. We have, um, like, like we are still in a lab scale. Yeah. So we built the first um, yeah, product iterations first in February. So companies from January, so so wow. quite recent. Um, and now building the next iteration that can capture one to three tons, finished by the end of August. And um, then installing this um, at the customer place where we have now already seven potential clients. Um, to to run it there and to really learn from the field okay but you're not going to make use of cooling towers at the beginning or um in the early days we're looking more on because it's a very similar setup we're looking more on commercial hvac system so so smaller units um no. just because it's uh, it's cheaper <laughs> at the beginning so we we can play around there we can learn from there before we expand um, to, to big cooling towers. But we are already in discussions with basically all the major players, mainly US players, um, to um, to partner with them and also on a later scale to, to, to scale the business. So meaning, um, for example, going with a licensing model at a certain point so that we really focus on the, on the technology, um, but we are not the main driver for running all the operations. Because this is a whole different different game of running a fleet of service engineers um, compared to developing a new technology, whereas our strengths. Makes sense. And, and regarding these first customers you mentioned, are they concentrated in one particular industry? Like, yeah, we in total, we have identified a bit more than 20 industries uh, okay. that uh, need CO2 as an, as an input and that have cooling towers and waste and everything. Um, but then validating different industries realized where we can achieve like the the best prices of course for, for our technology 
And the first industry we target is, is vertical farming um, because they have quite high costs. Um, because of the small amount of CO2 they need, um, they pay a lot on, on transportation. So that's kind of the disadvantage of them. And they had quite some issues with CO2 supply during Corona and because a lot of supply chains just broke down and no one took care of them, basically. Um, so there is a, a strong need and also quite a quite a high price. And um, yeah, that's why vertical farming is the most promising sector. And of course, we talk also to a lot of carbonated drink um, producers. Um, there the challenge is a bit the, the concentration of the CO2. So vertical farm needs 0.8 to 1.2% purity. So super low level, something we can easily achieve. Um, while for carbonated drinks, you need 99.99%, which means food grade um, CO2. So something where we need to put in more energy in our system to achieve it. So by default, we are not at this high purity. We are in yeah, 97% purity by default, but with additional energy, we can go there. So there are also our internal price point is a bit higher, um, but that will be the second second industry we are targeting and where we already have the first like LOIs, potential partners um, joining. And um, now if we go back a bit, um, can you tell us the story behind NeoCarbon and what made you actually decide to execute on your vision? Yeah, so so it's like for, for my co-founder and me, it's, it's, it's quite similar. So we are in, in for climate change for a very, very long time. Like I have a background in industrial engineering, focusing on energy and resource management, like mainly on wind energy, like really was in the, in the space, changed a lot in my private life. Um, so for example, avoid flying or like eat vegetarian and stuff like this. So we personally changed a lot. And then the past years, we both worked in startups. Like he exited his previous startup. I was in quite a, a high role um, as, a, as a strategy leader in quite a successful scale up. And um, for us, it was just, okay, now we, we changed our personal life and um, we have quite some success already so people kind of trust that we can we can create something yeah and um then it was just logical for us to to go for the next step and to um also dedicate our work time on on something meaningful and um we believe that um we need to do something regarding the the co2 and direct air capture as one of the solutions that that can help um to fight against uh, climate change and that smart solutions are needed and we want to dedicate uh, yeah, all our time um, on that and uh, try to find a way um, to make it yeah, mass market ready by like dramatically cutting the costs. Sounds great. Um, and now you also um, mentioned that you have um, some first customers in the pipeline. You already did a first product iteration. Um, are there any other accomplishments so far that you want to mention? Um, so we also, which is quite interesting, um, we have a strong partnership with, with Siemens Energy. Yeah. Um, so, um, they are world leaders in, in heat exchangers in, in 3D printed heat exchangers. And we are now discussing with them, um, yeah, a relationship, which will be around leveraging this knowledge combined with our, yeah, direct air capture knowledge and for totally new new approaches for our units. So I think this is a very relevant uh, yeah, yeah, contact and also gives us some some proof that uh, those very like I would say senior players 
are um, working with those um, early stage startups together. So I think this was a was a very good accomplishment, and it really helps us. And I just uh, printed the first pieces, and now we can run the first tests uh, very soon. So looking forward to that. Yes, super, super interesting. Uh, big name uh, in Germany and also uh, worldwide. So congrats on that. Um, yeah, thank you. And maybe um, if we look at the challenges your company is facing, uh, what what would you say are the, the main challenges? Um, so um, maybe first to say what's not a challenge, like to 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 get investor interest is not 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 a challenge. <laughs> but what is a bigger challenge is to develop a product, like to yeah. really something prove how much you can capture for what kind of cause, what kind of energy. Um, like, like that's that's really the challenge. So building building the product, like a lot of technical um, challenges, especially hardware development. Like people say it's hard, but it's actually hard. Um, so so that's I think the biggest thing. And um, for that, we are now looking to to expand the team. So we want to hire more. So I would say like building the product and building a great team around this are are our challenges right now. So we are looking maybe to to continue on that. Um, we, are, we are mainly looking now for for engineers um, to expand the team. So, chemists, chemical engineers, um, but also mechanical engineers. Um, very international, I would say. I think by now we have more nationalities than people. Um, but of course, we are in Berlin, and it, it's a hardware product, so there is some time required to to be uh, in person in in our like yeah facility slash lab. And um, so you mentioned in your uh, current product iteration, the goal is of absorbing one to three tons of CO2 per year. And what would be the goal of the next product iteration? The, the next product iteration early um, yeah, or mid next year, um, latest, um, should be able to capture more in the hundreds of tons yep. um, per year. Still pilot um, phase, but then more commercial pilot. And of course, in, in the long run, we are more in the um yeah millions of tons um so really really big scale but it's then really the, the growth case more for you know, 2030 2035 and and so the the commercial one with 100 tons per year are you already going to test it uh on cooling towers yes so there they have the goal is definitely to to test it on cooling towers and to see how it interacts with the system because yeah especially those those early installations the um, there will go something wrong, and we really have to learn from the field. Um, that's that, that's a big learning um, from I think a lot of hardware companies. So a lot of companies have proven that you can achieve great results in the lab, um, but we don't want to stay in the lab too long. We want to learn very fast from the real world yeah. and see okay how strong do we interact with the tower? How would it work with um, service and maintenance? Um, what are the challenges? And I think this this is something we want to do very early. We, we did this actually when we when we started the company. Like six weeks later, we basically had the first product iteration in a physical form. Of course, a lot of things didn't work, but we learned a lot um, just from getting our hands dirty and really building something. Um, so this is what we want to continue, even with a, with a growing team, and um, yeah, iterate from there. Sounds good. And when it comes to acquiring uh, customers, because you mentioned, I mean, for the customer, it's uh, it's really uh, nice. Uh, there is no capex needed to absorb the, the CO two with your technology. 
uh, what could be some challenges, you know, uh, when it comes to acquiring uh, new customers? Like in general, we, we see a lot of demand, like especially like sustainability, direct air capture, super hot topics. So people are in general interested. Yeah. Um, um, problem is more, um, we are still very early stage. So we have to get to a level where we can prove, for example, with certain like certifications, um, certain norms we have to um, fulfill um, that we can that we can really do that. So that's the that's the next um, next challenge for us. Um, but in general, we see a lot of demand, a lot of industry shifting, even people with whom we can't work together because the setup just just doesn't work. Help us with further intros and really want to help us um, to to succeed. And basically, so that's 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 a very good thing. And um, yeah, so at the moment we we didn't see a lot of like issues uh, like in, in in requiring customers. It's more than again, of course, on the tech. Um, we have to prove um, what we can achieve, what kind of price point we can achieve, um, how we prove that that it's running very um, fluent, so permanently without any interruptions. If we don't interact too strong with the cooling tower, which is um, why we are talking to quite some cooling tower manufacturers to validate with them, okay, what's their concern? What should we have in mind? And we already had some great learnings there and also where we had to shift certain approaches, but it's just normal in those in those early days. And um, I also wanted to know how are you guys currently uh, financed? Um, so we are in a quite, quite stable um, situation. So we have um, yeah external um, PC money, yeah, um, and we have quite some good contacts to to a lot of VCs. So that's uh, that's not really the the challenge at the moment. What we are also looking into, which is very relevant to us, of of course, the topic of pre-selling um, carbon credits, meaning finding big companies, for example, like uh, BCG, yeah. Microsoft, Stripe, that um, yeah where we can sell our um, offsetting or carbon removal credits um, for, for the future. Um, so this is something where we are also looking into now, where we have to see, are we ready for this? Or do we have to prove a bit more uh, to achieve that? Okay. Can you tell maybe a little bit more about these credits uh, so the audience really um, understands better? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm too deep in the, in the topic. Um, <laughs> So, um, like, like, what? How does it work? It's called um, future carbon removal um, credits, meaning big players like especially Shopify, um, Stripe, Microsoft, they give you money now for for a carbon removal credit. Let's say you can pay them for eight hundred euros um, per ton. Um, of course, like mentioned earlier, this would not be a sustainable price. Um, but those companies invest in direct air capture companies yeah. um, by paying this high price to get down the cost of the whole um, technology. And you as a company, you have to fulfill this future carbon credits later, meaning 2025, maybe 2030. This really depends on you negotiate um, and how far your tech is already. And it's basically a, a support, but also they have the advantage that they have the rights on those credits and it might become at a certain point maybe mandatory to have some carbon removal credits within your portfolio and like 
planting trees might not be enough even for regulations and they would already have this kind of strategic advantage there um, with investing early in you sounds great now now to uh, finish um this interview maybe if you had to give one piece of advice in 30 seconds to someone looking to start a company what would it be 30 seconds i would say i have three <laughs> um learn the basics already somewhere else like it really helped to learn it before at another company where i was not the founder yeah um then starting the company surround yourself with the right advisors but also not too many so ask okay who's the right person best person for this and just approach them um but you don't need five of them so just a few of them for the right for each field and then it's a lot about the third one it's a lot about trust like trust the process trust the development it can go very fast very good like i didn't expect this for example for new carbon that it moves that fast um so it was quite a surprise for me as well yeah i think those are my three advices <laughs> <laughs> thank, uh, thank you so but much. hopefully in the 30 seconds yeah yeah no it's great yeah, thank you um yeah renee so uh it was really a pleasure uh, having you today on the on the podcast um and uh yeah i wish you uh lots of uh successes with no carbon um and uh have a great day yeah thanks what was a pleasure to to be here and yeah looking forward to the next ones exactly i also look forward to having you on the podcast again <laughs> 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 All right. See ya. Thank you.